For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Tracking two things, another hot day, not quite as hot as yesterday, but it'll be the last day in the 90s. And then, of course, rapidly developing Hurricane Lee. It's Category 5 now, and I'll show you why it could go down in the history books. Thousands of people will be in Raleigh this weekend for the Hopscotch Music Festival. Kelsey Coffey will tell us about the steps police are taking to make sure those people are safe. And the Lions have it at the 30, not the same old Lions, the 1-0 Lions. And a big upset to get the NFL season started. The defending Super Bowl champ, the Kansas City Chiefs, coming up short in a hard-fought opener against the Detroit Lions, who for decades have not been very impressive, but that was certainly an impressive win if you stayed up late to watch it. Good morning, everyone. It is 6 o'clock. We're here to get your day started. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, and if you didn't, don't worry. We'll have that story for you coming up from folks who couldn't stay up. Amazing ending in that. Mm. We're having a pretty hot beginning to our Friday here as we close out the work week. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center right now with that heat that continues. Yeah, it's steamy as you step out the door. And our highs this afternoon are likely to be mainly in the mid-90s. Now, we hit 102 yesterday, so this is a little cooler. But, I mean, you get us in the mid-90s, and it just feels hot. Heat index will be up closer to 100. Futurecast does show the potential for some rain. We've seen a cold front move in. That's going to produce some showers over the weekend, starting with this afternoon. You can see at 3 o'clock, some showers and thunderstorms lifting northward across our area. And around the time of the evening commute, a few of those are lingering until maybe 7 or 8 o'clock. So if you're headed out to Hopscotch this evening or to a Friday night football game, you want to, you know, maybe tuck the umbrella under your arm just to be safe. But it doesn't look like a washout. I don't think uh, games would be canceled or any of the music at Hopscotch would be canceled. There's a live look at Clayton right now, 71 with a dew point of 68. So it is warm and sticky. And again, we climb into the mid-90s this afternoon with a chance of thunderstorms late this afternoon and this evening. Powerful Hurricane Lee is a Category 5 storm. What's new this morning is it has wind speeds at 165 miles per hour. And now the top speed on the forecast is at 180. And that's going to put it up, you know, in the top, uh, you know, 5 to 10 strongest storms ever in the Atlantic. And we'll talk more about that coming up. Still waiting for the forecast path to start that turn to the north. All the computer models want to turn it northward and keep it off the coast of the United States. Here's a look at the computer models and you can see by Wednesday it starts to make that turn. Coming up a lot to show you. I'll show you why the ocean temperatures are cooler where it's headed and I'll show you what the uh, the wave heights may be off our coast. Coming up Brian. Elizabeth here at 602 just getting reports of a disabled vehicle on Pool Road just inside the Beltline. Not seeing any delays with that but a heads up you could see some police activity on the side of the road out there on Pool Road and a reminder to move over at least one lane to give them some room to work. Our major routes around the triangle are all in pretty good shape as we get started this morning. There's that disabled vehicle uh, report that is popping up on the map there live. I-40 looking good through Wake County. Also all clear on I-40 between South Durham and Chapel Hill. 
The Hopscotch Festival in downtown Raleigh continues today, and the city is making sure thousands of people that are expected to attend will be safe. WRL's Kelsey Coffee is live in Moore Square this morning. This is an event happening at a time, Kelsey. All events have to be aware there is an uptick in crime in that part of town. Jeff, there sure is an uptick in crime. There's an estimated 25,000 people that will be here in downtown Raleigh for uh, the festival tonight and tomorrow. And this uh, festival happens in venues across downtown Raleigh, including here at Moore Square. And WRL's data trackers uh, looked at crime trends over the downtown area where Hopscotch is taking place from the warehouse district to Moore Square. Just in the past eight months, Raleigh police have reported 252 drug offenses, 216 assaults, and 182 thefts in this part of downtown. Raleigh's mayor says she's seen some of this activity firsthand. I witnessed with my own eyes a drug deal take place. I mean, we have kids running through restaurants, stealing tip jars, harassing staff. And this is video after a stabbing Tuesday night at a nearby Go Raleigh station. Raleigh police are now looking to hire private security to help them combat this rising crime. And we haven't seen any crime reports uh, from Hopscotch Festival last night. And the music will get started here again in Moore Square this afternoon at 3.30. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. Millbrook High School in Raleigh is closed today because the air conditioning is unable to keep up with the hot weather. Millbrook is one of several Wake County schools dealing with HVAC issues. Yesterday, classes there were dismissed at noon. The same happened at South Garner High School, where classes will be dismissed again today at noon. Willow Spring High School was closed yesterday, but school leaders say the AC is fixed there and it will be open for the full day today. This morning, we're working to learn what led to a fire that forced dozens of people out of a retirement facility. We know at least one elderly woman suffered severe burns. This happened last night at Independence Village of Old Raleigh Assisted Living Facility. It's off Durley Road. WRO Breaking News Tracker was there as several crews responded. We're told a total of 50 people were evacuated. A new COVID booster could get approval as early as today. This comes when cases are ticking back up across the country. The FDA plans to green light the updated version of the shot. The latest doses are designed to target the Omicron subvariant. Even though that strain is no longer dominant right now, drug makers and medical experts say the booster should still protect against the variants that are circulating right now. Once the FDA signs off on the new booster, the CDC will issue its own recommendation. This morning, the NCAA has ruled UNC wide receiver Tez Walker is ineligible all season, and it is sending shockwaves all throughout college football. This boils down to him being a double transfer, and a new rule enacted by the NCAA this year limits eligibility for second-time transfer. He started at NC Central, but COVID canceled the season, so he never played. He transferred to Kent State, but then transferred to UNC to be closer to his ailing grandmother. You would assume that he would be grandfathered in, but the NCAA, despite hearing all these circumstances, even getting letters from NC Central and from Kent State vouching for Tez Walker, saying that he should be allowed to play, NCAA still said no. It is a huge gripe throughout the whole system. Sports analysts say the next course of action could involve Walker and UNC taking the NCAA to court. 
17th ranked UNC plays at home against App State tomorrow. Happening today, a new round of deputies will be sworn in to help protect folks in Wake County. 20 new deputies will graduate today as part of the 31st Basic Law Enforcement Training Academy. The ceremony is set for two this afternoon at the Wake County Commons building in Raleigh. Sheriff Willie Rowe says he believes the deputies are prepared to serve the community with honor, integrity and professionalism. President Joe Biden will arrive in India today for the annual G20 summit. This is a live look right now in New Delhi as leaders are addressing media members around the world. As those leaders arrive in the country today for the meeting, the president will meet with those world leaders to talk about the war in Ukraine, climate change and the economy. President Vladimir Putin will skip the summit for the second year in a row. Chinese President Xi Jinping won't be there either. Both leaders are sending other officials in their absence. On Sunday, Biden is expected to visit Hanoi, Vietnam, before traveling to Alaska for the anniversary of 9-11 attacks. Apex police have an important warning for you this morning. They say a man is pretending to be an officer and is trying to stop people. Apex police say a person told them the impersonator stopped them on Center Street near US-1 on Tuesday. Police say he was driving a black Ford Crown Victoria with red and blue lights in the visor area. The victim says the man's car had damage to the front bumper. Apex police say if you're stopped by someone claiming to be an officer, you should stop in a well-lit area and call 911 to verify. The Detroit Lions have started the season the way their opponent ended it, winning last night. They beat the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs in their own building last night in the NFL's home or the NFL's opener overall. Game ended late. Maybe you didn't see it. That was a tough play for Chiefs quarterback Pat Mahomes. Picked off and returned for a touchdown. And they seal it with this play. The Lions win it 21 to 20. Coming up on Sunday, the Carolina Panthers take on their division rivals, the Atlanta Falcons. You can catch that action on Fox 50 with kickoff at 1 o'clock. For the first time, we're seeing video of the American scientists trapped at the bottom of a cave in Turkey. I need a lot of help to get out of here. Coming up, the plan to get him out and why his friends say the delay in communications is making the process even more difficult. And a spicy chip linked to the death of a teenager is being pulled off the shelves. What you need to know about the Packy Chip Challenge that is popular on TikTok. Seven-day forecast looks a lot better to most folks. We're still going to be in the 90s today, but then after that, temperatures drop into the 80s. One reason we drop this weekend, though, is because we'll have a better chance for rain. I'm going to walk you through the timeline coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. and taking a live look outside. It's a nice, quiet morning. Look at this pretty sunrise here in Durham where it is 71 degrees. Fayetteville is at 70 and it's 73 right now in Wilson. So it's another warm start this morning, but we're about to change everything. This is going to be the last day, it looks like, for the rest of the next seven days that we're going to see temperatures in the 90s. And our overnight lows are going to drop into the 60s over the weekend also. Heading out the door, you might want to grab uh, just a, a jacket because you might, uh, or a raincoat because you may end up needing that um, heading out the door. 
Report. We take a live look at Riceville Beach here, and I know some folks may be headed out. If you're going to be uh, heading out the door here, our high temperatures will be in the mid-90s, the heat index in the upper 90s for this afternoon. But I'll show you why the heat is gone after today. Coming up, Brian. 613 as we check traffic. We do have that disabled vehicle on Pool Road just inside the Beltline, just west of the Beltline. Not seeing any big delays with that, but look out for police activity on the side of the road. In Durham, we're quiet this morning. Want to take a look at those major approaches into Raleigh with our live sensors. We are picking up about a two-minute delay now on southbound Capitol Boulevard coming in from Wake Forest down toward the 540 interchange. Just some of the usual congestion there. But elsewhere around Wake County, major routes are looking fine. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, 44 people were hurt and one person was killed after a missile attack uh, in Ukraine, a Russian missile attack. Uh, this uh, is a picture here of the attack. We've learned that a police officer was killed and 10 buildings were damaged in this. This week, Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced an additional $1 billion in aid for Ukraine. And today, the UK announced that they will host a global food security summit in November. That is in response to Russia's withdrawal of black grace the black sea grain deal and also uh, the attacks that we've seen on ukraine's grain supply michelle thanks it's been almost two weeks since two fateville state university students died on the same day in unrelated incidents now the community is coming together to show their support Fayetteville police mistakenly listed 22-year-old Mia Barfield's death as a homicide. She was found dead August 26th in the University Place Apartments after her family requested a wellness check. Investigators have not said how she died. 32-year-old Radiance Ellis died the same day. Her family tells WRL she was a type 1 diabetic and died after a long battle with the disease. Her husband says she graduated from FSU in 2013 in criminal justice and was going for a second degree. But this most recent when she was going back for social work and she had talked about, you know, of course, throughout the years of trying to figure out what you want to do. But when she locked in on social work, uh, she definitely, definitely was all in for, it, you know. Ellis's funeral is today at the Cape Fear Conference B headquarters in Rayford. Barfield will be laid to rest Saturday at Salvation and Praise Full Gospel Church in Farmville. An urgent rescue mission continues this morning in Turkey. An American scientist is stranded more than 3,000 feet down in a cave. WRL's Ken Smith is here with this dangerous and difficult mission to get him out. Ken? You know, Jeff, adding to the sense of urgency is Mark Dickey is severely sick. The 40-year-old veteran cave diver experienced severe gastrointestinal bleeding over the weekend while working on a caving expedition. He is trapped in one of Turkey's deepest caves. His rescuers are facing a monumental task of evacuating him. And everything we get is eight hours old. Um, even when the message gets to the surface, it was still another 40 to an hour minute hike to get up to where a cell phone signal could get it out. Well, many of the rescuers are fellow cave divers and friends with Dickey. Now, if he can't walk out on his own and rescuers have to use a stretcher, that could make the journey even more difficult. Now, coming up on today at the top of the hour, the plan to get Dickey out and the communication delays adding to the dangerous and daring rescue mission. Certainly amazing. Just seeing him and hearing from him, Ken, uh, gives you hope, right? 
After months of picketing, actors and writers have revived a push for strikers to receive unemployment benefits. Writers Guild of America joined the Screen Actors Guild in a rally Thursday in California to show their support for what is Senate Bill 799. If the bill is to become law, workers in California will, have to re will receive unemployment benefits after two weeks of striking. A similar bill stalled in the state Senate four years ago, facing opposition from the state Chamber of Commerce. It claims there's a difference between someone losing their job and someone who decides to go on strike. An extremely spicy chip is now being pulled from store shelves. It comes just days after a Massachusetts family says their teenage son died after eating it. However, they're still waiting for an official cause of death. The company Packy says the move is out of an abundance of caution. The chip has been the center of a viral social media challenge for several years. It involves people eating just one chip that is made with two of the spiciest spices in the world. Packy says the chips are not intended for children or anyone with sensitivity to spicy foods, food allergies, or those with underlying health conditions. There is an event that starts today that will help practice mindfulness, plus two big concerts coming up in Raleigh this weekend. We have all the details for you in Out and About's Best Bets. First, let's talk about the Bull City Yoga Festival. The sixth annual Bull City Yoga Festival is happening today and tomorrow in Durham. You can join other people who love yoga at Zinc House Winery and Brewery in Durham tonight from 7 until 8.30. Then tomorrow, classes will be happening from 7.30 a.m. until 3 in the afternoon. Willie Nelson is bringing his Outlaw Music Festival to Coastal Credit Union Music Park at Walnut Creek. He'll be joined by the String Cheese Incident, Los Lobos, and Particle Kid. That concert starts at 445. LL Cool J is headlining the fourth live concert tonight at PNC Arena. It's his first headline arena tour in 30 years. He'll be joined by The Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Juvenile, and De La Soul going to be a great show. For more on these events and even more picks for this weekend, go to WRL.com, search keyword out and about. Adds to the long list of great acts this summer at Walnut Creek. And we have a long list of storms that we've been following all summer. It seems Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. This particular one spun up pretty quickly. It really did. I mean, this may go down as the fastest intensifying storm in the Atlantic. Uh, wind speed could be up to 180 this afternoon. And at this time yesterday, it was 80. So 100 miles per hour uh, wind speed jump in the last 24 hours. We haven't seen any major track shifts. Uh, that's really the newest thing this morning. It's just the, the, uh, the incredible rapid intensification in the last 24 hours. Um, it uh, looks like it will continue to remain offshore of North Carolina. I'm still waiting on the turn. I kept thinking that perhaps in the 5 a.m. advisory, we would start to see the turn in the forecast path. And it may be the middle of the week before that storm turns. So uh, potentially um, in, the, uh, in the 11 a.m. advisory, we'll begin to get a hint of that turn. It looks like the eye wall is weakening just a little bit. It goes through occasionally something that we call eye wall replacement and it's just sort of a readjustment of the storm but it's had a very uh, uh, symmetrical eye there pretty much all night. It's moving northwest at 14 with winds at 165 and that forecast for this afternoon is 180 and that's going to put it up there um, in the top five top 10 strongest storms ever in terms of wind speed in the Atlantic. Fortunately it is nowhere close to land. You can see the uh, the Bahamas and the Caribbean islands well to the south. It is likely to make that turn and move off the coast of the of, 
uh, the United States, um, but in a, in a much weaker state. We take a look at some of the top four hurricanes by wind. Allen in 1980 at 190, and then Labor Day of 1935, Wilma in 05, and Dorian in 2019 all had winds at one point at 185. And you probably remember Dorian. It was just uh, about five years ago, uh, four years ago, I guess I should say, and it destroyed the Bahamas and made landfall as a Category 2 storm at Cape Hatteras. So that one is fresh in a lot of people's uh, minds. As this moves northward, it's going to move into cooler water. As Franklin moved across this path, it churned up some of the cool uh, ocean temperatures. That will not allow the storm to continue to weaken, uh, to continue to strengthen it the same way it has been. Take a look at the wave heights. This storm is going to produce some heavy surf along the, uh, the Caribbean, the Bahamas in particular, but it does look like it stays offshore for us. Now, Bermuda, on the other hand, um, is probably going to have some major impacts from this. This is going to be uh, most likely just a rip current and coastal erosion kind of a storm for us. We'll continue to watch and see if that changes, though. Tropical storm Margo has formed. It has winds at 40 miles per hour. It is likely to become a hurricane later in the weekend, early next week, but it stays out in the Atlantic. We do have a front that's sitting stationary that's back to our west, and that front will help to bring us a chance of some scattered showers and thunderstorms. It'll be fairly isolated for us today, moving up from south to north. But if you're going to be out and about, say, at a football game or at Hopscotch, you may want to take along an umbrella. And then Saturday, the storms start earlier at lunchtime and continue through the afternoon. So a lot more coverage on Saturday. Keep that in mind if you do have outdoor plans over the weekend. We'll uh, jump on out and uh, take a look at that seven-day forecast. We're looking at uh, today about a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow it's 50, and on Sunday it's about a 40% chance with a little break. Monday and Tuesday, Brian. It is 622 right now, Elizabeth, and we do have that disabled vehicle reported at Pool Road at Williams Road, which is just inside the Beltline. They are near the 440 interchange. Not seeing any problems showing up on the sensors between the 440 and Sunnybrook Road on Pool Road. Just something to keep in mind as you head through that area. Look out for police activity. Heading to South Durham for that live camera at 40 at 751. That's the 751 bridge over I-40. 751 looks fine and 40 also looking fine this morning. That eastbound trip from 15501 in Chapel Hill out to 885 seeing just a one minute delay overall. Brian, thanks. Singer Olivia Rodrigo dropped her new album overnight. We'll share her message to fans this morning as her new songs hit streaming platforms. And we have a look at your winning NC Education lottery numbers on your screen right now. What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Singer Olivia Rodrigo released her album overnight. Brian Schrader here now on our Friday morning. You listened to it all night, didn't you, Brian? Uh, What's Trending? On loop, okay. yes. Uh, the singer posted this to her Facebook last night, talking about the release of her sophomore album titled Guts. The 20-year-old said that she feels excited, nervous, proud, but mostly grateful. And guess what? Coming up this morning on Today on this very television station, she will perform the song that made her the youngest artist to debut uh, three number one Billboard hits. Rodrigo also already has a Grammy. She won for Best New Artist in 2021. So a lot of pressure for her sophomore album, but uh, she's also a remarkable songwriter and um, just going on the same themes of heartbreak and pre-adulthood anxieties. But so far, the reviews say her album is just as good as the first one. Look at all she's done and a rising star still. And on today. 
later today. Mm -hmm. uh, Red Velvet Oreos are backed by popular demand. The company announced their limited return yesterday on social media, a fan favorite cookie that disappeared from the shelves three years ago. And of course, people were not happy about that. One Twitter user said, the U.S. has been deprived of Red Velvet Oreos for too long. <laughs> and it looks like their wish now has been granted. Yes, uh, people saying dreams do come true. I mean, that's, that's going pretty deep, <laughs> I guess, right? They, uh, they got that cream cheese in the middle, though, with the Red Velvet. It, it is pretty good. They come out on Tuesday, mm. uh, so keep a look. I mean, it's been the most popular thing that they took away, so now it's back on Tuesday. Get ready. Looks really good. Making me hungry now. Yeah, Brian, thanks. Pretty good milk, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. High school football's back tonight. We have full coverage tonight for you. The 43rd season of Football Friday with highlights from over 20 games in our area. It begins at 1135 on WRAL. But first, High School OT Live has live in-game updates for you starting at 7 o'clock on WRAL Sports Plus. We're starting off gorgeous this morning. Such a pretty sunrise all across our viewing area. Later this afternoon, we'll see a few scattered thunderstorms popping up. I'll let you know if it'll affect your Friday night football game coming up. The Hopscotch Festival continues today and tomorrow. Just ahead, how safety is top of mind for Raleigh police as crime spikes downtown. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.